and welcome to Newsmax Daily for September 13th, 2023, the 37th Wednesday of the year, the 256th day of the year, which plays a big role in today being selected National Programmers Day. Apparently, the number 256 is a number of distinct values critical to binary codes and programming. If you're a programmer, then you know exactly what I'm talking about, and the rest of us are just grateful for what you do to make technology do what it does. Today is also National Peanut Day. You know, the ones in the shell. Some people call them ball game peanuts. Absolutely one of my favorite go-to snacks and relatively healthy. And there is big news out of Pennsylvania today. The escaped convicted killer Danilo Calvacante has been captured by Chester County authorities, ending a nearly two-week manhunt. I'm proud to announce the subject is in custody. Beating subject is in custody. That announcement coming across police radios earlier today. Good news there. And while most of us were sleeping overnight, North Korean leader Kim Jong-un and Russian President Vladimir Putin had a sit-down meeting at a Russian space facility of all places. Kim and his sister, who is believed to be the next in command, toured the facility and pledged their support to Russia in the war on Ukraine. Let's go right to this morning's edition of Wake Up America with Rob Finnerty. North Korean leader Kim Jong-un told Russian President Vladimir Putin, take a look at this, that his country offers its full and unconditional support of the war against the evil in Ukraine. For more on what this meeting means, let's welcome in the vice president of the Davis Institute for National Security and Foreign Policy at the Heritage Foundation and former Deputy National Security Advisor Victoria Coates and retired Air Force Brigadier General NATO Advisor and Newsmax contributor Blaine Holt. Um, Good morning. Great to have you on. A busy day. Uh, Victoria, so Kim Jong-un, he left the, the hermit kingdom little rocket man, took his, his train to, uh, to Russia and, uh, and met with Vladimir Putin. Apparently, they just had lunch a couple hours ago. Um, what do you make of this meeting and, and the fact that an arms deal is apparently on the table between the two nations? Yeah, this, good morning, Rob. Good to be with you again. Um, the, this is just all bad for America, basically. There's no subterfuge here. Nobody's trying to hide anything. You just have two of the members of the new modern axis of evil getting together in plain daylight, obviously with the blessings of Chairman Xi in Beijing, to come up with an arms deal to both rearm uh, Putin for Ukraine and then also to provide assistance for Chairman uh, for Chairman Kim to be uh, developing his intercontinental ballistic missiles and his nuclear program, which is what threatens the west coast of the United States. So this is a perfectly uh, expectable and predictable response to the tremendous weakness coming out of Washington right now. That's former Deputy National Security Advisor Victoria Coates. There is more international news of importance as well, and I will get to that. But first, the big news coming from Washington, D.C. Today, I am directing our House committee to open a formal impeachment inquiry into President Joe Biden. The American people deserve to know that the public offices are not for sale. 
It is breaking news right now at noon. Moments ago, as you just saw, House Speaker Kevin McCarthy has formally called for an impeachment inquiry into President Joe Biden. Amid multiple looming investigations into the Biden family business dealings, McCarthy says this is the next logical step in the process and is directing the House oversight to lead this impeachment inquiry. This, as Chairman James Comer, also continues to dig deeper into Biden's foreign transactions. That's Newsmax host Bianca De La Garza breaking the news. Keep in mind, an inquiry is different from articles of impeachment. Newsmax Washington correspondent Kilmeny Ducart breaks it down from Capitol Hill. In the lead up to this announcement, we had been hearing that there would be a closed door meeting with the entire GOP conference later this week, where you would essentially have House Speaker Kevin McCarthy laying out his argument for um, his endorsement of launching this impeachment inquiry. And there would be presentations by the House Oversight Committee Chairman James Comer, as well as the House Judiciary Committee Chairman Jim Jordan, convincing the rest of the conference that there is enough evidence to move forward with this inquiry. This was originally supposed to be a vote, a vote that would have required a 218 majority. But now that is completely off the table. This announcement this afternoon has changed everything. This is a this is essentially Speaker McCarthy saying we are now tasking this committee with launching this impeachment inquiry. We're going to follow the evidence where it leads and we are compelling the president as well as his family members to cooperate. Take a listen to what the speaker said earlier. Through our investigations, we have found that President Biden did lie to the American people about his own knowledge of his family's foreign business dealings. These are allegations of abuse of power, obstruction, and corruption. And they warrant further investigation by the House of Representatives. Georgia Congresswoman Marjorie Taylor Greene, a member of the House Oversight and Accountability Committee investigating the Bidens, spoke with Eric Bowling. Actually, Eric, we've had a lot of trouble uh, in our majority having these agencies and the people we subpoena honor these subpoenas. We've had a we've had a huge amount of difficulty getting information from the Biden administration. Think about the national records and archives. They won't hand over the 5,400 emails that we've asked for. Think about uh, FBI Director Christopher Wray that forced our oversight committee, forced us to read a redacted document that was unclassified in a skiff. It has been ridiculous, but the impeachment inquiry allows us to use the full power of the House of Representatives and demand the information that we are asking for and force them to honor our subpoenas. This is an important step for the American people. People have been demanding accountability and we will be able to bring it with our impeachment inquiry. So, you know, it's interesting now that this is coming up now because we had Peter, like I said, to Peter Navarro on the other day, yesterday. And, you know, he's he's been convicted. They've they found him guilty of contempt of Congress because he wouldn't. Do you think the Department of Justice will be as harsh on Democrats that you're calling to, to be subpoenaed and, and to, to, to testify and be deposed that they are with Trump, you know, pro Trump people? 
Well, I think what we're uh, uh, looking at, Eric, is we're looking at Peter Navarro as just one of many people who are the victim of the weaponized government under the Biden administration. And this is where the accountability needs to be held. And we can't hold those people accountable without an impeachment inquiry. We have to investigate Joe Biden further, but we also need to investigate the giant web of co-conspirators who have all worked together to cover up Joe Biden's crimes, not just during the uh, Burisma Ukraine issue, but we're talking about years and years of cover-ups. And I think the American people deserve that transparency. I think they deserve the truth about these people that are paid with their hard-earned tax dollars. And we have to work diligently as hard as possible for as long as it takes to make that happen. That's Congresswoman Marjorie Taylor Greene on the balance with Eric Bowling, And this is only the beginning, only the beginning of the impeachment process and only the beginning of what's happening in Washington, D.C. Taylor Greene is also a member of the House Freedom Caucus, which is threatening Kevin McCarthy to vacate the speaker's chair for lack of action. Todd Starnes on The Chris Salcedo Show. Conservatives are quite frankly tired of McCarthy's say one thing in private, say another thing in public routine. So the question is whether conservatives will have the votes to authorize that inquiry when it happens. Now, Congressman Ken Buck, Don Bacon are moderates, and they have not been too keen on punishing Biden. So far, not a single member of the Biden administration has been held accountable for, for any wrongdoing. Attorney General Merrick Garland weaponized the Justice Department, taking down President Biden's political enemies. President Trump has been literally persecuted. The man has been persecuted at the hands of these Marxist goons. By the way, not just the president. What about the parents of the uh, going to the school board to complain? What about the pro-lifers whose homes have been bashed in in the middle of the night by the FBI? Why hasn't Garland been impeached? And what about Homeland Security Secretary Alejandro Mayorkas? Now, this man has allowed millions of illegal aliens to invade our nation. Dangerous criminals, murderers, rapists, drug cartels, waging war in our cities and towns. So why hasn't Mayorkas been impeached, Republicans? And until this morning, McCarthy has been on the record saying that Joe Biden has done nothing worthy of impeachment. So I can understand why conservatives like Congressman Matt Gates are, are ready for a new speaker, even with today's announcement. I rise today to serve notice. Mr. Speaker, you are out of compliance with the agreement that allowed you to assume this role. You boasted in January that we would use the power of the subpoena and the power of the purse. But here we are, eight months later, and we haven't even sent the first subpoena to Hunter Biden. That's how you know that the rushed and you know, somewhat rattled performance you just saw from the speaker isn't real. At this point during Democrat control over the House of Representatives, they had already brought in Don Jr. three times. It's true, it's true. So here's a word of advice to Speaker McCarthy. Spend some time this afternoon taking selfies on that speaker's balcony. It's really one of the best views on Capitol Hill. Enjoy it while you can, Mr. Speaker. Because if you go back on your word again, if you betray the conservative people again, if you don't impeach President Biden, your next office is going to be in the basement of the Cannon Building next to the janitor's closet. 
Todd Starnes guest hosting the Chris Salcedo Show on Newsmax. That's afternoons at 4 o'clock Eastern. More on the day's events from Montana Republican Congressman Ryan Zinke on Newsmax. All right, uh, Congressman, um, there seem to be walls at some point. So I'm kind of curious, at what point will you say, okay, we've made our efforts, we're going to go with what we have and either decide to impeach or move on. Do you have anything like that, or are you just in the phase now? Well, let's see what we can find out. You know, as a SEAL, I got to tell you, I wasn't the best jumper, diver, explosive expert, but I always knew who was. And leadership puts yourself in a position where you can be most effective. And I have faith and Jim Jordan. I have faith in Comer. I have faith in Jason Smith. These guys are the best, and they've been working at it the longest. And when they say it's time to impeach, I, I, I'll be the right with it. Right now, they're saying it's time for an, an inquiry. That's the, the next step. And I think all roads are leading to Rome in this one. And I, I think the truth is going to be found. And I think this helps you know, us get there quicker so we can make the right decision. Yeah, and, and the Constitution is the right decision, and we're not going to accept bribery and corruption as, as part of the status quo. Congressman Ryan Zinke on American Agenda with Bob Sellers. And here's what Democrats are saying in response. I think the impeachment inquiry is absurd. The American people want us to do something that will make their lives better, not go off on these chases and uh, witch hunts. Good old Chucky Schumer. Is that not the most hypocritical cut you could possibly ever hear? The American people want us to actually do something that will affect their lives and make them better. Now, it's a witch hunt, and it's absurd. Uh-oh, I said Chucky Schumer. There will be a trial, and when that trial ends, senators will have to decide if they believe Donald John, Donald John Trump incited the erection. All right, and here's more Democrat response. There is no agenda except chaos and division. They are only interested in advancing MAGA extremism. There it is again. MAGA extreme, extreme MAGA and Hakeem Jeffries. There is not a shred of evidence that President Joe Biden has committed a crime. No evidence aside from not wanting to admit Mr. Biden is no longer fit for the job. They are also going to continue saying that he has done nothing wrong. Well, let's have Rob Schmidt break down some of the evidence. Initially, McCarthy seemed somewhat uncomfortable with the idea of another impeachment for the American people. The committee leaders, James Comer, Jim Jordan and Jason Smith's relentless work, though, revealing a mountain of evidence from testimony of Hunter's business partners to bank records, allegations of bribery to Biden from the head of Burisma from an FBI informant, the existence of shell companies designed to conceal the transfer of money from Chinese communists to nine members of the Biden family, text messages from Hunter himself saying he's with his father and demanding money from the Chinese. Millions arrived in his account about a week later. Text messages from Hunter to his daughter reminding her that Joe forces Hunter to give him half his income. IRS whistleblowers showing the DOJ was working to conceal Biden's corruption. The Department of Justice under Trump actively working to conceal his 2024 challenger's corruption. An immense pile of evidence for possibly the biggest political scandal that this country has ever seen. The sitting president 
was selling his power to our adversaries and corrupt actors while he was Obama's vice president and also very likely made some moves as president of the United States that lived up to some of the debts that he owed. Last night's edition of Rob Schmidt Tonight. This morning, there was actually word that the Biden White House plans to send a letter to the heads of the country's top news organizations. Let me repeat, because it's kind of unbelievable. Now, really, listen. The White House is going to send a letter to the top executives of the top news organizations in the country, urging them to intensify scrutiny of House Republicans after Speaker McCarthy launched an impeachment inquiry into President Biden. Oh, come on, Tony. You're just making that up. It's like the rest of the stuff Republicans are making up about Biden, right? Well, I got the story about the White House letter from CNN. Yes, CNN, who obtained a copy of the draft of the letter. And this is a quote. Quote, it's time for the media to ramp up its scrutiny of House Republicans for opening an impeachment inquiry based on lies. Unquote. The letter is written by Ian Sams, a spokesperson for the White House Counsel's Office. So there you go. That letter expected to go out today to the heads of the country's biggest news organizations intensify scrutiny of House Republicans. That coming from what was supposed to be the most transparent White House ever. Meanwhile, President Biden and the First Lady have a meeting today with the administration's cancer cabinet before heading off to McLean, Virginia to participate in a campaign event. And let me get back to the international headlines for a moment. Two massive tragedies unfolding that have not gotten nearly enough attention. Nearly 3,000 people have died as a result of the weekend earthquake in Morocco. 3,000 people. Thousands of others have been injured. The magnitude 6.8 earthquake mainly hitting the city of Marrakesh, which has a population of more than 1 million people. And in Libya, the death toll from the intense flooding there is rising as well as rescue teams face logistical and political obstacles and have not yet been able to arrive on a large scale. The flooding wiped out three major bridges there and at least 1,500 people have died. That's in Libya. Don't forget, Newsmax is available on most major cable systems, AT&T, Comcast, Cox Cable, Spectrum, Xfinity, Fios, and many others, as well as your favorite platforms like Amazon, Roku, Zumo, Apple TV, and more. Thank you, as always, for listening to the Newsmax Daily. I'm Tony Marino. Enjoy the rest of your Wednesday. Stay safe and keep on fighting the good fight. News breaks every minute. Every day. You need the app, the Newsmax app. Find it free on your smartphone store. Then watch us anytime, anywhere.